Captain's Log, Episode 21. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. The back patio is still open whenever possible, but if it's still too cold for you, try one of their many items available for to-go or delivery, including their at-home cheese plates. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items. At Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. Today our guest is another former beer venger to be. Coming from the West Coast, it's Cicerone, home brewer, and overall beer enthusiast, Brew Guy Phil. The episode you're about to hear suffered from a few technical difficulties during production. We were able to fix most of them, but unfortunately it still sounds like I'm pronouncing my Captain Seller selection as coming from the state of Nevada, when of course it's pronounced Nevada. Despite our diligent tweakings, this technical glitch remained stubbornly unfixable. Also, in discussing Curtain Up Beer, we were unable to ascertain during recording whether any of their 56 participating breweries came from the West Coast. In fact, there are two breweries from Colorado, Breckenridge and Broken Compass, and Pariah from San Diego, California. Here's hoping they're just the tip of the iceberg. Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now... Without further ado, please enjoy episode 21, Brew Guy in Town, or Get Your Fill. We're the Beer, 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 Beer Avengers, Beer, 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 Beer Avengers, Beer, 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 Beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Welcome to the BeerCast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens. I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in Manhattan Town, New York City, I am the pale male hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder! And we are... The, the Beer Wonders! Oh, you pushed it that time, Huck. You really pushed that one I through. I tried to get it through. Yeah, that I was... Liked it. That was a, Extra little burst of energy there. I think uh, that was very confident. Uh, welcome to the welcome to the show, everyone. Lovely to have all of you, our beer vengers out there in whatever uh, of a of the dozen or so states it looks like you're coming from. I think we even picked up someone last week from Sweden and another one from the UK. So wow. if you're still listening, welcome. Uh, we've got a great show coming up. We've got lots of great pours. Uh, probably another trip to my cellar because that's I just love taking walking down there every time. But, I, but before we get to any of that or to the pours, I want to introduce a very special guest we have today. Uh, he is a Cicerone. He's been uh, homebrewing for over a decade, Yeah, he told me. And uh, we're really excited to have Brew Guy Phil with us here today. Yeah, Phil, all right. What's up, everybody? Brew Thanks Guy for having Phil, me. A.K.A. the Philsbury Doughboy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's an honor. It's great. We're, 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 it's an honor to have you here. Um, Indeed. So yeah, so we we've got all that stuff coming, but the show hasn't really started until uh, until we get to the pours, right? Yeah, I'm thirsty. <laughs> I'm a little yeah. thirsty too. Yeah, very thirsty. thirsty. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and well, you know, here I got my beer ready to go. Oh, wait, no, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We've got our beers, Huck. I, I know, I know, Huck. But here, and I'm really thirsty. Like I'm really, really thirsty. But you know, Brew Guy Phil is here. That's true. I know it's kind of a big deal. I think we, I really, I really think we should let him go first. <laughs> Got to have some respect. All right, yeah, exactly. you make a you know, good point. None of us would really. We, we'd all just still be rolling around in the dirt without the basic etiquette the beer wonder teaches us. Yeah, <sighs> obviously, yes, Phil should go first. Phil, what do you got today? Uh, so I got this here monkish can. It's called In My Head. I think uh, I think that's what is a Smashing Pumpkins reference? Uh, uh, zombie? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this is Galaxy Mosaic and Reiku. 10.4% triple IPA because it's triple IPA season. Why not? It is. It really okay, is. Must so. Oh my gosh. Good crack there. Oh, 
and that is just that is golden grapefruit juice right there. Oh, <laughs> it really is. That oh my gosh, tasty and Bare, sweet. Super high alcohol on that one. Almost no head. Oh, I bet the aroma is gorgeous. Oh yeah, Ooh, it looks like yeah. grapefruit and mango juice. Yeah. Oh, cheers! Wow, wait, yeah, cheers indeed. Cheers. Can't well, wait for that one. I knew we were going to have uh, uh, Brew Guy Phil on today, so I wanted to make sure that I that I got something that he would want me to send him. So this is the <laughs> we're going to our friends at Trillium Brewing. This oh. is oh wow the nice. almond crunch stout. Very and nice. it's, uh, it's nine percent, and I've been holding on to this one since October. Uh, <laughs> I checked; it's uh, only got adjuncts. It has almonds. And vanilla. So those are, it's a pretty clean as far as, you know, having uh, too many adjuncts. Let's take a look. Definitely. Ooh, Ooh, that's thick. You can pour that yeah. right in. <laughs> it goes Very straight good. in there, but nice and dark. Uh, and what did you, did we get a percentage on this one? Nine. Oh, nine. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's that's a good one there. Nice mouthfeel for sure. Oh, I hope so. I'm looking Gorgeous. forward to it. Look there at that. Go. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, I'm I'm breaking the trend here a little bit. Oh, um, really? But uh, yeah, I know um, this is this is also it's not always one that you'd, you'd expect from me. However, it is a sponsored pour. <laughs> yes, very good. From our dear friends at Astoria Beer and Cheese, Ditmars. Um, always delighted to have them. So uh, I'm doing uh, one from Transmitter Brewing, uh, picking up where. Uh, globe hopper left off last week although this one is the ph2 mm-hmm. uh this is officially declared by them a sour ale um made with passion fruit but most of their stuff is sort of farmhousey so it's a comp they're using both lactobacillus and they're using their saison yeast in this one cool. um double fermentation of course with passion fruit in that second half so i'm interested to see how this is going to turn out nice crack i know i'm excited <laughs> about this guy okay oh great mm-hmm. nice yeah, it's got that golden straw color. Yeah. Big, Looks, big carbonation. Uh, yeah, it's like pouring like a West Coast. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I'm seeing that, that bit of pink in there, I believe. Yeah, exactly. You can really see the passion. I think the passion fruit definitely is going to come through in a nice way. Even even without bringing it up to my nose, I'm actually already smelling the You're passion getting it already, yeah. So it's, <laughs> a, it's a bold one. I'm, I'm very excited. Oh, wow. Three for three here, uh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, mine uh, is also a... Sponsored pour. Oh, sponsored pour. Uh, this is. Uh, let me see what I have here. This is one where we the second time we've had this brewery. Uh, the uh, we've talked to them about for Wild East. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Wild East, the one that, that they sort of started very new brewery to Brooklyn, uh, but they finally opened their tap room and they are delivering. If you live close enough to them, I think. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know if uh, beer wonder if you can get them delivered. I, I can also, they are within walking distance ish, like a, a, a bold go. walk of my undisclosed location. So and I have are, been by a few times to check. They're in. also right in that brewery, uh, square as it were, there's like five breweries within a, a half yes. mile of each other. It's really, I cannot wait to crawl else. that once we, uh, oh, man. very soon. Mm-hmm. But, but this is a, this is a stout. It is their standard deviation. Oh, oh yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Uh, That's a great nice. name. I love it. I do too. Because it is, it's kind of a standard stout, but it's uh, pleasantly deviant. So here we are. It's just. Oh, I, I love the sound of this one pouring. It oh, looks yeah. like it's pouring nice and quick, uh, which is good. Um, what what did you say the percentage on this one was? Did we catch it's that? It's a six percenter, so it's not six an imperial percent. stout. Okay, so it's it's, uh, it's it just it's a it's a stout. Yeah, it's just a it's a good drinking stout. You did tell us yeah. you needed to take it easy tonight, yeah. <laughs> With my first part, that, that tells us we have something coming up. Well, yeah, the so we good. we never quite know what's going to come from the cellar. So you might want to turn that can around, Captain, so we can oh, see yeah. the yeah, see the, yeah. the art on there. Or oh, yep. Here we go. Back to the name. <laughs> Sorry, we can edit this right. out. There we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut that out later. That goes in post. Oh, yes. that looks, that's a great. Picture, we always say actually. we do, and we never do. That. Anyway, cheers, All gentlemen. Right. Cheers. 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 Mm, that's really nice. I love, I love that moment in the show where it just gets quiet for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Get our ah, and, and, and then the accent comes in in the perfect timing. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to need a little more time to, uh, to, to to examine this if anybody else wants to talk about there. Because I know I usually jump in pretty uh, aggressively, as I'm doing now. Because... I, 
I don't want the Lycone does. Here. I mean, this one has got a wild amount of pucker on it. I mean, it's oh, got really? it's got yeah, the the lactobacillus is really coming through intensely. Also, the you know, so you get that like in, intense sour pucker, but the passion fruit also has its own kind of tartness to it that's really kind of nice and refreshing. It's very thin. It's very watery, so it's going to go down way too easy. And I think <laughs> I, I forgot to say mine, but mine is 5.9%. Um I'm so also as your neighbors over there in Massachusetts would say it's wicked tat. Wicked ah, it's Wicked Todd. Yes, in yeah. Wicked Todd. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, I could I could see this being, I mean, you know, for the dead of winter, this is not really the beer you'd necessarily be drinking to warm you up winter warmer style, but this is fantastic, wildly refreshing and ready to go. Also, um, I just noticed as I picked it up, uh, this is a canned conditioned beer. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty uh, in, ingenuitive over there. At, uh, mm-hmm. Is that a word? So in other words, don't ship them. Yes, basically the world, the world could. And that's probably why the crack was so intense. Cause I was like, this is more than I would expect from them, Get but, um, but they do all sorts of cool stuff. I mean, you know, they, they, they call themselves the, the urban farmhouse brewery. And so they, they certainly like to play. Um, and I do know that in addition to the cans that they sell these in, you can get this one specifically in bottles. Um, which oh, I imagine is probably it's, it's funny that they're the, the well you said urban farmhouse yeah because the, the areas that they've been in both in Brooklyn uh, and previously in Queens have been really industrial areas oh of the city, highly like yes. where you don't even see trees you know yeah actually they have a lovely outdoor seating area which when when we were doing that kind of thing here in in Gotham uh you we, you would do you are on the inside of the Brooklyn Navy Yards and so you're literally sitting on a little outskirt in a parking lot where there are like five tall buildings. And if you look really closely, you can see the ferry that goes in the East river, which so yeah. not, not my first choice for an outdoor seating area, but honestly I was there a little bit this summer and it was a lot magic. of uh, improvisation in the past year as far as seating yes, areas indeed. go. Yeah. It seems to me that the breweries that are in those industrial areas, and there's a lot of them, mm-hmm. a lot of them because, because the, the premise has always been just to be where they can make the beer. And right. people will come there anyway, but it's mostly just to make the beer. And then they've become a destination as right. a result. Yeah. And uh, you see a lot, a lot, most of those still seem to be in business. And yet McKellar's location at City Field closed. Yeah. Because probably all, one of the reasons they opened it all these industrial areas where they could probably get better rent than they no, would in a, it, yeah. sort of a trendy touristy place. And I know there also are some, at least in New York City, there are some regulations around production. And if you're in a production area, but you're, you know, in Park Slope with all the pretty brownstones in Brooklyn, let's say, they're they're not going to let you, not going to let you really set up shop there. I know the location for Monkish in LA Mm -hmm. is uh, along a similar track. Like you would, it's just all uh, industrial park. Yeah, I was there Friday when I drove down. I'm actually visiting San Diego right now. I'm on my road trip from Sacramento. And yeah, I, I was uh-huh. fortunate enough to place an order on the road and pick up some monkish on the way down. And yeah, it's it's hidden, and it's if you get there in the afternoon, you're dealing with traffic. And uh, yeah, I mean, but it's worth it. <laughs> it's totally worth it. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's, it's a it's a cool location they have. Yeah, I, I would like to hear more about your beer as well as monkish because uh, I guess Huck, you've been there. I I I think I've seen probably you and other people because post to stuff about it online, but that's not a brewery we get here. So I'm yeah, that one's completely yeah. new to me. I would equate them to say that they're kind of like the other half of, of, of LA. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I remember monkish there, they opened up with the, some kind of slogan, no hazy IPAs or no IPAs. And they just wanted to brew straight Belgian style yeah, beers. Belgian, yeah. And Cheers at some point, yeah, at some point they did a collab. I think it was with other half and Trillium. I could be wrong. Maybe someone else. And uh, yeah, they blew up on the hazy scene for the West Coast and and it's been pretty phenomenal ever since. So they did something right. Yeah, I know that's in the name, right? The the monkish. They want it to be Belgian. They still make Belgians. They do. But they can these IPAs and out the door they go right away. Right, right. That's where the hype is. And how's the one you're having? Yeah. How? Tell us about it. It doesn't drink like a triple IPA. Honestly, it drinks like it's... Seven percent, which is dangerous because this thing's oh, half percent. <laughs> it's juicy. and that color, loads of hops. Yeah, I love this color. I wish I could reproduce it in my home brews. I get close every now and then, but man, it's uh, 
I mean, it, it really, truly, what you think, like, it lo- it does look like grapefruit juice that someone put, like, powder in. I don't know. Like, it, I, I can't, I, the, the hop nose on that one must be just truly insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you guys are really lucky out there with Other Half, Equilibrium, Finback. There's some great haze uh, on the East Coast, Trillium, Treehouse. I wish I could get some of those more regularly, but, you know. But, but Huckle mailed them to me. <laughs> yeah, trading and budget. I've pretty much uh nailed down my trading to just stouts. I oh yeah, know, I gotta pick bottles. and choose. Yeah, yeah, big bottles, barrel aged. Yeah, because I remember when we first met, that was one of the first questions you asked me. <laughs> do you do you do beer mail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm still oh, I man. still stick to it. I still don't I still don't do it. I, I just I have a lot of anxiety and going to the post office was one of my one of my triggers <laughs> for sure. Right, right. Yeah, that was cool meeting you out in Seattle, oh, uh, getting some of those beers, Fremont, and uh, forget yeah, what other ones. Uh, Dark Star. I think I saw you had a, a version of Dark Star recently from Fremont. Yeah, yep. barrel aged Dark Star. Such a good beer. Mm. Yeah, so the West Coast is definitely happening uh, when it comes to uh, the beer scene. Now, you do you get to Cellar Maker too much in San Francisco? Because I haven't seen those on your page at all. Uh, Oh Am man. Is there yeah. a story there? <laughs> yeah, living in the Bay Area, getting out to San Francisco is such a chore. Yeah. You have to either bar in and spend all the money or like spend time in traffic and pay a toll to get across the bridge. I don't know. Maybe I'm lucky because there's only the one bridge into the city. Whereas yeah. I think for you guys in New York, there's a shit ton. Um <laughs> there are but, but, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a similar thing. If we're gonna drive in New York, that's like you know, it can be very stressful. Yeah, but I hate going to San Francisco, even though it only takes like 45 minutes, an hour. It's a chore to get in there. But yeah, so they're shipping now, fortunately. And mm. um, I actually got a seller maker gift card from my in-laws for Christmas. So I do have to place an order here soon. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm I've so gotten... sorry. That must be so hard for you. <laughs> they're great. The they're really there last, uh, last Christmas, uh, 2019, of course. I yeah. got to try a few beers there. And they make good lagers. That's what I've been doing lately is living the lager life. So I was really pleased with their uh, lager selection. And again, it's the same thing. You don't see them in cans as much. They're canning the IPAs and right. them out there because that's what sells. Right. So Huck, yeah. how is yours? Because that looked beautiful. <laughs> it's very it's very smoothly drinkable. It's got a nice sticky, it's like stick your lips together uh, with the with the the sweetness. And it's named for the candy bar. And I was thinking when I was drinking it, I was first put in the mind of like uh, uh, almost communion wine for some reason. <laughs> mm. And then maybe that made me think, okay, so maybe I had a connection with going to church and having little little uh, little almond candies. You know, maybe that's like a a, a sense memory thing going on. Hmm. Dude, if they I handed out almond candies <laughs> instead of communion wafers, I'd be in church a heck of a lot more often, that's for sure. <laughs> Cheers am to I, that. Am I crazy in thinking we may have had that beer on the show before? No, we had. Uh, I, 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 I meant to talk to you about that spreadsheet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I just couldn't read it. I couldn't read it for some reason on my phone. But we had um, Nutpool was on. Yeah. And he had the, uh, it was almond something crunch. Okay. So yes. this is just almond crunch. His was almond. I think there was almond. a vanilla in there yeah. or something along those lines. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to replay and, the different uh, batch anyway. This was from October, and uh, that one was from July or something. Yeah, that yeah, was like well, a Halloween release that they would do for Halloween, king size. Something. Yeah. I love those themes when they do Halloween beers. Well, yeah, that's right. I forgot to mention it was king size because I think they did, in the past, did just the Almond Crunch. And you can see on the can, it has all the uh, little pieces where the other pieces of candy go, you know, so they're, it's like a candy box. Ah, Nice. Yeah, and my follow-up question to that would be: So, when you bought that in October, did you drink any of it then? No, because I didn't buy them. I uh, I traded with my brother-in-law. IP IP. That yeah, mean, that means in person. Okay. In case Phil <laughs> thought I was mailing with someone else. No, <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. My brother-in-law. Well, they. I told you this. They got my sister and my brother-in-law not married to each other. They uh, uh they were getting deliveries of Trillium, and. Uh, uh, down to Cape Cod. So when oh, I go man. to the Cape, I was bringing stuff up from New York, other half. And there you go. And so my, my brother-in-law's a real Hayeshead. You know, uh, he loves the Trillium and, and, and Treehouse. Although he went on a rant about 
other half wasn't as good anymore. But I see that all the time. If you ever join these Facebook groups, these other half Facebook groups are hilarious because they all worship other half and the, all the thread is just complaining about how terrible it is. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, See, no, I managed man. to stay off Facebook. No, nah, man, that's a drain pour, man. Like, oh, man. Come on. <laughs> no, I've managed to stay off of Facebook. I can't get too deep into that. I Good on that. you. Good on you. I'm doing TikTok <laughs> now, although I might be done. I might be done with that soon. We oh. seem to have worked well with this beer, though. Is this a question for me? Oh yeah, I was asking Hot just because head. you've had the beer since October. It's it's aged well. Oh yeah, yes, yes. I usually go for seven months, but we cut it. We cut. We we went. We went for however many it is now. Very good. Don't do the math yet. <laughs> <laughs> I do have another one that Fox Farm Coffee Stout is still in there, looking to open up that open that up in May. Ooh. What do you think about canned stouts and 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 aging them, uh, brew guy? Well, so. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. I don't think I've tasted a bad canned stout from what I'm drinking. Um, there's one out in Sacramento, New Glory Brewing Company did one, Infinite Void, and uh, I think it was like Snake Venom or something. Canned, barrel-aged, imperial stouts, like mm. upwards of 12%, really good. Um, love New Glory <laughs> Brewing, shout out, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if I'm New allowed Glory. to do I don't think I'm familiar <laughs> with New Glory. I don't know them. That's uh, where are they? Uh, Sacramento. They're another Sacramento brewery. Oh, okay. Sacramento's got a good lineup. There, there's some pretty solid breweries out there, even in the the outskirts. I'm I'm a big Moxa fan. Moxa Stouts. They're coming out with some really nice barley wines this weekend. I wish I was there. Mm. Uh, oh, I thought Moxa was down south. I I miss. Uh, I didn't understand. Nah, that. nah. They're Sacramento. Oh. Fieldwork, of course. Right. But that's like more Bay Area. They kind of spread out, like Modern Times is doing. Oh yeah, they have like uh, three tap rooms, right? A lot, yeah. They have like maybe even five tap rooms. Wow. Yeah, very successful. Um, Burning Barrel. If you like the the fanboy sour, like half beer, half fruit juice kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one looks a little restrained. That's more in the traditional it is very, style. This is very restrained. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, the big joke is I don't actually like sours usually, so I'm training myself to do it this year. So, but yeah. I'm a bit of a. No, go ahead. You're a bit of a. I'm a bit of a stickler for some beer styles, and and when I get into these overly fruited beers, um, Mm. all these lacto bombs with Mm. half fruit puree, I just like I don't know. Gives me indigestion. Yeah, (laughs) can't have that. I I I I have trouble myself, and uh, I actually have trouble with the with the hazies now. Mm. But I'm not. You're not. You're not. uh, You're a young man, Phil. (laughs) You're not as old as old the old pale male. Oh man, one of these days, one of these days. <laughs> but but yeah, enjoy it's, it while you can. Similar, we're talking about it with sort of like a change in character. Uh, this is the standard deviation is a bit of a deviation for me, even though I'm all about stouts. Uh, it was interesting because Phil, you and I were talking before about adjuncts and how they've yes. gotten sort of out of control. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I actually do very much enjoy the ones with the adjuncts, but I did have a realization recently that almost every one I have is with an adjunct and, and, and our palates adjust. And then we sort of start to crave what we don't, we're not always getting. Mm. And I think right now my feeling is I think I would rather have like maybe a two to one or a three to one ratio of stouts to adjuncts. Whereas it's used more often than not, it's the other direction right? uh, where we're having like, two thirds to three quarters adjuncts. And every once in a while we get just a regular stout. And this is when I, and I, by calling this a regular stout, I don't even mean to take it down a peg. This is a no, really no, good not at all. class. It's a really good classic version, but it also tastes unique. Um, I, I don't think I've felt, especially considering how young this brewery is. I, I don't, the, it, don't know if it's necessarily completely the same, but the last time I had a stout from a really brand new brewery that like hit me the way this one is was when I had the Gunhill Void of Light. Oh wow! This is this is a lower ABV. It's not imperial, but it's just like you know, it's one of these just really great. It really tastes the chicory in it, uh, which I like a lot. Mm. Um, and, and and it's just it's just like it's just a really good. It's like if someone, it's the sort of thing I would give to someone who thinks they like Guinness. <laughs> who does like Guinness? Who thinks it like, oh, Guinness is a stout. It's like, okay, Guinness is a good basic stout. This one has all of that and improves on it. Mm. <laughs> this is better. It's got, it's got sort of the chicory, a little bit of a nuttiness to it. 
It's really, really good. Wow, comparing it to Void of Light, I got to tell you, <laughs> Phil, that's big praise from the captain. That is, ah, that is. really is. Yeah, We're gonna have to send some cans around, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of, kind of what I was yeah, saying. These guys is, might be uh, mailers. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I've never mailed a beer. I did. I wouldn't know how to go about it. But uh, it sounds. Get a couple more of these in me, and we can talk. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. Is like, um, as a home brewer, try mm-hmm. transitioning a little bit. I've brewed a few stouts and I'll taste them and they're like, Ooh, this is not good. Let me dump some coconut in and let me dump some <laughs> vanilla bean in, give it two weeks. And so that's what I'm starting to realize about breweries. Um, I've been laid off with COVID, so my budget's a little shorter. And so I don't want to spend all these money uh, on certain beers. So I got to really pick and choose what I'm drinking. Yeah. And um, for me, it's like, if you can brew a good base stout, and showcase your skills as a brewer. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. I love it because um, it shows that you can brew a solid beer. But when you're dumping cereal in it and and Hershey's syrup and 20 pounds of vanilla beans right off the bat, and I don't know you can brew a good stout that's a base stout, I kind of am going to be scrutinizing that a little bit. And I'm right. just like, well, anyone can pour brownies into their beer and make it taste good. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to be... I don't know. Like you say, well, some of these big, uh, not big, but these these brewers that are good at it, like you said, like like we had the uh, recently the Marshall's Crest, not from uh, Horace, but it was other half. You know, ever heard about the Freaky Friday mm-hmm. where they brew each other's beer? They've been doing that this year, and they brewed the Marshall's Crest, and it was it had marshmallows, vanilla, uh, another kind of nut, I think, and it was, but it was amazing. Like it yeah, Horace does some good. Shit. They're they're really good beers. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah, the only one I've had was the one that uh, Huck that you brought to one of our. Uh, you, what did you call it? IRL or uh, when when we're actually in the IP IRL is in real life IP. when you trade IP in person. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So just hanging out. Little, little distinctions. All right, <laughs> because the, the we still were in person. We so. were in person. And we, we were, were, we were beers, IP so we're, IRL. What, and actually, we were all bringing beers and we were sharing them and trading them. So even though we weren't doing closed cans we did trade it's kind of a kind of a beer trade situation we did yeah. trade because that's the only time i've had a horace was the one that you you brought that time and uh and i've been craving more of them ever since oh yeah so well, you got to talk to phil yeah yeah um holy, a beautiful fridge. <laughs> holy mountain is a great brewery the midnight still they're another seattle brewery well, we um, went there together yeah we did i was gonna say and uh they do exceptional no adjuncts pure barrel, I guess you could consider barrel an adjunct. Um, but yeah, it's like if you can craft something like that and, and Mox has been doing their singularity series where it's just single barrel, no adjuncts and it, it really mm-hmm. something else, very something different. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. This is really great because we've had a few uh, regional beer vendors so far. We've had uh, Ohio, we've had Philly, we've had Massachusetts, but you are our first, uh, you're our first regional from the West Coast, so it's been great getting the story of the West Coast beers. But uh, I think we want to make things a little more personal now, and yes. move just from the story of the uh, of the West Coast beers, and maybe get to one of the uh, to hear about your uh, origin story. That's right. I think it's time for. It. Uh, <laughs> Time to get Brew Guy Phil's. It's a, that's the first time, we, uh, listeners, you've heard that already. But this is the first time we've all heard it together during one of the shows. The last time we did it in post, but we're actually hearing it. So that's why, uh, uh, that's why we're acting. That was glorious. That was, that was truly magical. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, this, it's time for, time for Brew Guy Phil's origin or story. story. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, so Phil, when, when did you... What's your earliest uh, memory of uh, when you first encountered beer uh, as a as, as a, a fan, or maybe if you didn't like it the first time, or what, how how was your journey there? Uh, I actually was not drinking until a few months before my twenty first birthday. Um, I hear a lot of my friends like I was drinking when I was fourteen, I was drinking when right. I was sixteen. I'm like, nope. I was like a goody two shoes Catholic boy raised proper and did not start drinking until like three months before I turned 21, four months or something like that. Um, and even then, like I wasn't doing too much, uh, too much with the beer. It was mostly liquor and living in San Diego. I think I turned 21 around 2009. So stone was a big brewery. 
Green Flash was a big brewery and Ballast Point was a big brewery. And I remember mm-hmm. one of my birthdays, we went brewery hopping with all my friends. I uh, smashed a pint on the floor at Green Flash on accident. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was really into those big uh, IBU beers, Palette Wrecker from Green Flash, mm. uh, Sculpin, of course, um, yep. Ruination from, from Stone. Really into, I'm a big fan of the like Victory of Sea yeah. series from Ballast Point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, really into the big IBU West Coast beers. Did not drink stouts, did not drink sours, was just a pure San Diego IPA hophead. Oh, yeah. that's, that's how I got well into it. <laughs> that's my intro to beer. That's my, my story is similar, except I was already in my 40s. <laughs> <laughs> Around that same time, drinking the Ruination, Green Flash, yeah. Uh, What's the Green Flash status? I don't want to interrupt the story, but are they still around? Hmm. They're still around. I think uh, Alpine is keeping them above water. I don't know if you know, they're they're, um, some kind of business deal. They're connected with Alpine Beer Company. Alpine is either a city or a county in East San Diego, and um, they have one of the best breweries. For the longest time, Alpine had the the trademark on, on Nelson hops. Um, And so until this deal worked out with green flash, other breweries couldn't have Nelson hops. As far as my understanding goes, um, someone will probably correct me, but yeah. So uh, once that, once that deal went through, Nelson hops became available, but yeah, one of Alpine's bigger beers is Nelson, uh, something like that. Mount Nelson or Nelson. It's, it's really good beer, solid West coast uh, Nelson IPA. And so Green Flash, they're still around, I think. I haven't been there in a few years. <laughs> yeah, they're just not on the, on the radar. I, I loved them. I had a, uh, uh, this one time I had a Planet of the Elder, this is a few years ago, 20, 2011, 2012. And I was like, well, that's really great, you know, because obviously people are like, oh, that's the best beer that ever existed. <laughs> and uh, you're like, no, it's really good. And then like the, the next day I, I was like, well, what's in the fridge? Oh, it's a Green Flash double IPA. And I was just like, this is better than the yeah, <laughs> And now they're, I'm like, what happened to Green Flash? I haven't seen them in so long. Yeah. All right. I took you off your, tr- your your track there. I'm sorry. We get back to the... Oh, no, you're good. Oh, don't do it. Um, <laughs> let's see here. So, yeah. And then as I got older, I think it was just some random birthday. My family all pitched in and bought me a homebrewing kit. Ooh, and nice. uh, it was all downhill from there. You know, I was brewing... Mm-hmm one gallon batches for a few months. And then I jumped into five gallon batches. And then my father-in-law, um, he's somewhat of an engineer. He like put together an electric 15 gallon kettle. So now we're on a 15 gallon fully electric setup. That's nice. Was, yeah. We do maybe 10 brews a year. I wish it was more, but what can you say? Where, yeah. where do these brews get to? Uh, where do they get to my stomach? Um, eventually the toilet, uh, but I give out cans. So, you know, um, you know, the pipe dream. So you can them yourself. Yeah. 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 Yeah, He's got a, I think it's called an October canning machine. Um, did not start that way. We were in, God, we were just bottling them for a while and now we have our own draft system. So we keg our beer now, um, it goes from the keg to the can to the gut, you know, Wow, it sounds like you already have the brewery without the business model, I guess, or the, the infrastructure. Yeah, infrastructure. Did your did your Cicerone status uh, happen as a result of the home brewing? Um, that would, did you pursue that? Yeah, you know, I have had such an up and down with my careers, you know, in between jobs and whatnot. So I was I, in I should, between I should jobs. Interrupt, my, interrupt myself a little for a second. Anyone who's listening who hasn't already, I, I don't know if we've covered this on the show before. If you don't know what a Cicerone is, it's sort of the beer version uh, of a sommelier. It's, a, it's someone who is a yeah. certified expert in beer. And okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean. I think he's up. I think he's up. Uh, just in case we're talking about things, it, it's, it's, we're, we try and keep things. Not, not, not to to the point where we're we're completely just talking about as if everyone knows everything. So please, I'm I'm sorry. Go go back. Um, yeah, like in between jobs one time, and I was like looking at getting a job as a a beer server. And um, out west, at least, a lot of these tap rooms they kind of want you to go through the Cicerone program before you get hired as a beer server. Oh, yeah. And sure. uh, yeah, so I got my certification, and. Um, 
I'm also trying to get in through the the beer judge certification program, BJCP as well. Start judging oh, yeah. competitions. Nice. Very cool. Lots of studying, but I have a, a degree in drinking. Zoology. I assume. Yes. Yeah, a lot of drinking. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that that's the next part of my journey is I, I wound up going up north to Humboldt County. You've probably heard of Humboldt County and um, what was it MSNBC's Pot City USA, Murder Mountain, the Green Triangle. Yeah, Green Triangle, smoking weed, uh, trimming weed. And uh, so I, that's where I went to school. And I actually graduated um, despite all that. And uh, <laughs> there are some really niche little breweries up there. Lost Coast Brewing, little shout out. Um, Redwood Curtain. They make the Rasputin. Eel River. Yeah, lots or of I great love Old Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Old Res- is it, wait a minute. Oh, that's North is Coast. Old Res- I'm sorry. That's North right. Coast. They're in Mendocino County, but it's, you know. Okay, but I love the Old Rasputin beer, <laughs> one of my very favorites. Dude, no, not many people realize, but um, San Francisco is not Northern California. Right. You still have seven, six hours to drive north before you hit Oregon. So there's like a lot of forest out there. Humboldt County is just tucked away on the coast in the Redwoods. Um, nice. Yeah. I went to the Lost Coast once, uh, not the brewery, but the, the area. And it's yeah. just downright magical. It's crazy out there. It's wow. beautiful. And there's a, there's a national trail, right, uh, uh, that goes on the on the coast. You actually walk part of it on the beach, and people camp and everything. It's yeah, you crazy. have to camp because the way the tide works, there are certain parts that's impassable. So there's like an alcove where you have to make your goal on the first day, hike to that little spot on the beach where the tide doesn't rise. Right. And everyone camps out there. And then once the tide goes down, you can hike out the rest of the trail. But yeah, the tide blocks the path for part of the day. Yeah, it's what it's like an Appalachian Trail, but on the on the the Pacific Coast. Yeah, it's something else. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, drank a lot of beers up there. Good friend up there um, was a home brewing partner for several years. He's already a BJCP uh, mm. judges a lot of competitions. Uh, and then let's see here. So after college, I wound up in the Bay Area. And I remember the first time I heard of like a hazy IPA, heady topper. And I was yep. like, so frustrated. Like, what the hell is this hazy IPA? No, no <laughs> hot bitterness, all aroma. And I had one and the game changed. And <laughs> yeah. it's not been the same the since. And if you ask any of my friends, uh, they'll be like, oh yeah, all he drank was hops. And then one day some kind of fl- uh, switch flipped and I was on to pastry stouts and barrel aged stouts. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how do we feel about like a, a, a West Coast now? Um, it's I know a, a lot welcome. of them still being made in, out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a welcome change mm-hmm. when I have them. And there's yeah. still brewers are still making great ones. I think Pliny is still that uh, that West Coast uh, style. I yeah. had one of the younger, uh, uh, again, in 2019, I had one. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I missed out on that sale this year. Bummed. Yeah, my uncle, uh, my my wife's uncle was went online because you have to get online to get Pliny the Younger. If you guys don't know, this is like super rare, and you had to this year you had to get on a on the list to get it shipped to you or to pick it up or just to have the right to even look at it. And <laughs> apparently, every uh, every they said ten a.m. will start taking calls, and it was at or emails, and it was at ten o two. It was over. It was over. It was over. Yeah. And, like everybody called the same exact same moment and it just ended. The sale ended immediately. Yeah. Should, probably should have done a lottery. Yeah. And th- th- they, they do that in the past. They have the lottery to, uh, uh, to have the right to buy it. Yeah. yeah. Right. I had gone and sat in line every year for the last three or four years. And it uh, was a bummer to not have it this year, but oh, well, what can you do? Was Hopefully it- someone got to try it for the first time. And those lines, was it like, do you do line shares and the whole deal? And Well, yeah, I mean, uh, shoot. Um, the first few years, I was still new to the community, and mm-hmm. I didn't really, I wasn't outgoing uh, enough. I'm on the autism spectrum, actually, and so my social skills aren't too on par uh, when I'm in person. And so I didn't do the shares, but yeah, last year, big share, got there probably at four in the morning. <laughs> It was 30 degrees out, oh, freaking man. cold. People brought uh, heaters and sleeping bags and beer and just drank until they open. 
that, that'll uh, keep you warm. Yeah, yeah, it'll warm me up for sure. <laughs> Most definitely. All right, well, uh, keep talking, gents. I got to take a trip to uh, the fridge. Oh first, dear! Oh. First one out. I know. <laughs> well, we, uh, hey, we did. We oh, go ahead. Uh, no, no. I was just, I was just excited that, that we're going to get uh, our uh, a second pour uh, already yeah. from Huck. Uh, but, but uh, just piggybacking a little on the whole home brewing situation. So Beer Wonder is in the midst of doing some home brewing right now. His very first batch ever. Uh, yep. Phil, do you have any tips for him? Well, I, I, um, I'm a germaphobe okay. and having gone through a zoology degree, we had to take a lot of microbiology and bacteriology. And as I was first starting out, um, I was like super anal about microbes and my sanitation, but really everything pre-boil don't stress like everything pre-boil you can just relax actually because the boiling kills all your microbes if you if you have bad sanitation like obviously clean right, right. Have clean stuff but if it's not spectacular the boil will finish everything off mm. uh, what style are you going for what are you brewing um, i'm working on an amber ale right now figured it would Hi. be a good sort of good starter um you know i i, I used a syrup I, I haven't i haven't gone to the whole grain situation and it's just a for monster that's sort of doing its thing in the corner yeah. uh, we're a little over a weekend so uh, i've probably got a couple more days i think it's next this coming sunday i'll i'll go through the bottling process and see what that looks like um yeah don't but it, your bottles. That's a trick. <laughs> yes, that's that's the part that I am. I'm a mildly. I mean, so far we, we haven't had too much. We haven't had huge incidents. I've noticed uh, there's been a tiny bit of spillover out of the release cap on the top. Um, but, you know, other than that, it seems to be doing OK. I feel like the next step is where I can really screw it up and where all your little microbe guys can get in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first homebrew competition, I had to bottle the beer to submit. And it mm. had been two or three years that I was on the keg system. And I just don't mess with bottling when you have a keg, you don't bottle it. Sure. And so having to like relearn how to bottle beer and submit it, I was stressing out. And it turns out I didn't do well in the competition because my beers gushed. They opened oh. them and they just started gushing. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, it's a trick. Um out here on the West Coast, the heat, a lot of the times you got to watch your heat and your sugar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, one, just go for it. so if, you, if you're kegging, do you have, I mean, I know, you know, the, the joy of homebrewing is that you can kind of experiment and create your own recipes, but do you have kind of a standard? Is there a specific recipe that you're known for, one that you're particularly proud of? I've been trying to dial in my, my hazy IPAs. Um, that's been a big mm. one to dial in, but I've brewed everything from lagers and pilsners. I just haven't done a sour actually. I've never done a sour. Oh, really? I want to, but I'm very intimidated yeah. by that whole well, yeah. Speaking of microbes, like that one, you got to <laughs> clean, 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 clean scrub or just yeah. throw it away and start over. And if you've got a, a electric setup there, that feels like it would be a, you want, that's a keeper right there. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe a Saison would be easy enough to try. They're not technically yep. sours, but whatever. <laughs> They're on the way for sure. They're on their way, yeah. Um, so I used to actually work at a homebrew store in Sacramento. That was a lot of fun because I got to learn and apply my knowledge. People would come in with questions and I'd have to like actually have answers for them. And, and uh, It was fun. It was a learning process for sure. Yeah. What, what is the top question that you got get uh, at a homebrew store? Oh man, so many people would come in. <laughs> yeah, right. So many people would come in. My two favorite stories. Uh, they would either come in looking for corn, and all they would be buying is like milled corn and uh, turbo yeast. And I'm like, milled corn and turbo yeast. Someone's making whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything. Yeah. Um, <sighs> And then uh, the other one, people would come in and they would say, hey, my beer's not fermenting. It's been a week. I brewed it. We put the yeast in. Nothing's happening. And you're like, okay, first question. When did you put the yeast in? Well, we finished the boil and we put the yeast in. Oh, no. Did you cool the beer? Like, no, we just put it into the boiling beer. And, well, you killed your yeast, buddy. Yes. <laughs> Be nice to your yeast friends, everyone. <laughs> They're diving in. Right. Like, Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, don't kill your yeast. <laughs> Very um, good advice. Yeah. Another good advice, uh, make a yeast starter. It always helps. Mm. Uh, it's not too hard. Just a little bit of dried malt extract and some water. Stir it up. Add your yeast once it's cool. Don't forget mm-hmm. to add it when it's cool. And then let it sit overnight uh, at room temperature. If you have a stir bar, that's great. Otherwise, you just stir it every now and then. Mm. And uh, what happens if you if you just use a straight pitch is you'll get stressed yeast and you'll wind up in weird off flavors, um, diacetyl or, or dimethyl sulfides. You don't want cabbage tastes. You don't want rubber tastes. Uh, so that was a big step for me in home brewing was learning to make a yeast starter. That's a good mm. beer name, rubber cabbage. <laughs> yeah, right. Rubber cabbage. <laughs> well, I got, right, a, so, I got a new beer. Yeah. I, I actually oh. have, uh, you know, I've been living the lager life, like I said. And I always get the same breweries, but we got a new brewery today. I, ha- I was able to get up to Kingston, New York. So we have the oh Kingston Standard Eldorado Hopped Lager. Now, That's if you notice this can, if you can tell, yeah. it's a 12 ounce. Oh, it's oh, a know, little guy. That's a that's a red flag. You're like, wait a minute, twelve ounce can. What's happening here? But beautiful little tap room, really nice place. And the other thing that got me was that they they charged sixteen ounce prices. <laughs> so I was ah, like, okay. okay, must be good. Yeah. So I had the Hellas and I liked it. So we'll try. This I one. believe I actually went to a bachelor party up there once. Oh, so okay. I yeah, this was many years ago. Yep. Ooh. And so it's got the little glass, the pony glass too. Oh, nice clear one. Yeah. Really, nice. really nice. Pouring like a pills. Mm-hmm. Real Very thin. Nice. Good head on that one. Head, yeah. Oh, I got to do that with my photo photo op. Yes. Beautiful. Nice. Oh, and, and cheers to the pony. Excited to get back to you. Yeah, this, is our, this is our classic think, bar, think, pony bar. I think I saw the other day that they say they're not, haven't not set a date, but they, they are looking for their uh, reopening soon. Uh, I, I think I saw Mission Dolores was as well. Uh, so. uh, I heard that they closed today. You think heard the pony closed all together? No, Mission Dolores. That's funny. I thought I saw something on Instagram today where they were talking about the reopening. Oh well, we'll have to. We'll have to ask the internet. Brew York has yeah. uh, has announced. That. Uh, you know what? Actually, it does look like it does. I just saw saw a story. I'm checking with the internet's, but it does look like we have uh, we have lost Mission Dolores. Another victim, yeah. Oh, this is one of our beer bars in uh, in Brooklyn, uh, Phil. This is a, a classic place. You know, we've gone to for quite a few years, and it's in that same area where all those breweries are. So I don't know if that mm-hmm. would be and they're part of it. they're named after uh, the place at the end of Vertigo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that mission where, where you know where the, with, the, with the bell tower and all that. Have you guys seen Vertigo? I've seen it when I was probably a teenager. Yeah, oh, it's this, yeah it's rear near window. the end of the movie. It's this big thing where there's like nuns and all that, and it's uh, the name of it was Mission, Mission Dolores. Dolores. I, I I saw it when I was a teenager as well, but I saw it again like two or three years ago and said, "Oh, that's what it's named after." <laughs> yeah, the a bar where I work, by the way, Arts and Crafts Beer Parlor, will be opening on February 25th. So we're getting going. We're getting that's exciting. Heck yeah. Is it, uh, now, so Huck, does that mean that you are headed back at this point? I'm headed back. Uh, Mid-March, okay. I'll probably get back. Yeah. Nice. Oh, um, good. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's, when I, that's, that's the last time I worked was mid-March. <laughs> hey, well, there you go. So a year of joy and laughter. Joy and, and solitude. Uh, a quick, quick question about that. Um, is it both locations? Because I know there's uptown and downtown. Yeah, both yes? are going to open. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's, it's exciting to hear Very that they're cool. going to be back. Excellent selection there. But I know that we were introduced, the Beer Avengers were introduced to you, Phil, by uh, the Pale Male slash Hophead Huck. How did you two start forming this this West Coast alliance that is... Uh, yeah. Is it's funny. Um, well, you know, Cider Girl, mm-hmm. I'm married to. The one and only. Uh, we were at a... Uh, she works for the, the, the zoo and, and uh, Brew Guy was working for the Sacramento Zoo at the time. And it was up in Seattle, 2017, 2018. 18. 2018. And without a doubt, the most fun conference I've been to. Uh, most fun town. It was just such a blast. Everything we did. And there was beer. Every event we went to was beer, 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 beer. It was like a, it was more of a beer festival. And right. we were at this party at the aquarium. And uh, Cider Girl had had connection with Phil. They'd, they'd uh, been to a couple of committees together. And we were, I don't even remember the room because I was toasted. I was toasted <laughs> and roasted. I mean, there was, 
there was beer everywhere and there was legality and it was just like, oh, I was on cloud nine. And she comes up, she says, Huck, you got to meet Phil. Phil, this is Huck. You guys like beer. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> that was it. That was the introduction. Was, That's all you Phil, needed. Phil was a little tipsy as well. I, I don't want to speak for yeah. you. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know other half, you know Monkish, you know Moxa. You know, it's just like, yeah, my eyes were like this. Even speaking in sentences. Yeah, man. And uh, it, it just blossomed from there. I mean, I remember I was there for work. Like, I had to be there for work. I was working. Right. And yes. uh I was here for fun. And uh, yeah, it turned into fun. <laughs> it did turn into fun. In my off hours, we went, uh, checked out Holy Mountain, had a little afternoon bro date. That was great. Oh, awesome. Uh, and at one of the get togethers, one of the functions, uh, the conference just so happened to be, like we were saying earlier, during Fremont Brewing's release of Dark Star, which is one of their bigger barrel aged stouts. And the brewery showed up at the zoo with a booth pouring dark star before the public was even released to it. Yeah. I was like, Oh God, what a treat. I mean, can I grab out? I mean, we just kept going. Yeah. Back. That sounds amazing. Yep. Yep. I went and grabbed Hophead Huck and I was like, dude, we're going, we're going, I got to show you this. And we went and we got it for sure. And they got the, they have little storks on their, uh, on their logo mm-hmm. too. So they fit right in the zoo. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. It was great. So- right around the corner. They had oysters. It was a night. So I need to take a, a real quick trip uh, down a few steps. Uh, so uh, oh. I'll, I'll be right back up in, in just a minute. But I think because uh, it's going yeah, to the uh, captain's uh, cellar, yeah. Come high water or hell, yeah. It's filled with stouts and porters made with bricks and mortars. Going to the captain's cellar, yeah. All right. So today I was uh, I was reorganizing some of the spreadsheets. I, uh, I I think you guys probably saw that I, I threw that up on our shared. Uh, yes. Yeah, always helpful to know where we are in the progression. And one of the things I was doing was because on a spreadsheet I keep track of all the beers we've had and all of our guests and mm-hmm. the beers they've had and how many states we've we've uh, sampled from because we are we're essentially a local show but we're about all kinds of localities. Most of our beers about half. Half, I think at least half of them have been uh, have been from New York, maybe sure. more than that, maybe, maybe even two thirds. Yeah. Uh, but they've all been from various local beers. So, but we like to add our number of states. So I just like went through some of the stuff in my cellar and saw, oh, what states we haven't used. And I realized one of them, and I chose this one since we have our, our guest from the West Coast, ah. to, to pick one I happen to have in my cellar from Nevada. Uh, it's from Revision Brewery. Oh. In Sparks, Nevada. This is the barrel aged. Drenched in desire. Oh, I, think I actually goodness. muted myself for a moment. Drenched in desire. Yes, <laughs> that one does the, the, bottle, a lean the bottle. The bottle is so big it got in the way of my 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 microphone. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big one. Uh, it is aged in Woodford Reserve bourbon barrels. Oh, bless it's it. A, it's a it's a it's it's twenty twenty, and uh, it's uh it was a uh, fourteen point eight percent ABV. You're gonna have a good evening. Peeling this thing off of here. You're evening good. It's got that wax seal. Yeah. Here we go. Adjuncts? I forget. Did it have adjuncts or is it straight barrel? Um. There's a. Okay. I'm seeing uh, uh, Woodford Reserve barrels. Cocoa, coffee, and cherry notes are complemented by uh, by hints of oak and almond like. Something from the bourbon barrels. So I think I, I think I I, I I can't tell for sure if they're adjuncts or if these it sounds are like pure things that the barrel brings out in it. Right. I think it's just pure barrel. That's nice. What was the name of the brewery? Revival, you said? Uh, uh, no, revision. Uh, revision. Revision. Okay. Yeah. Well, he is, so the captain's peeling off all that wax. There, it looks like. Uh, so this, yeah. is a, this is a process beer. This it is what you have to burn. It looks like. Uh, and, and at what fourteen percent? I feel like it is fourteen point eight. Yeah, fourteen point eight. Yeah, so almost <laughs> be worth it. Now back to this twelve ounce. Like when you get these twelve ounce beers, especially when they're lagers like this. Look at, I'm like it's almost gone. When we're still yeah, used to these sixteen ounce cans now, when you drink a twelve ounce, it's like oh, get a little sample. <sighs> oh my goodness! Good. Nice hoppy lager. It's good. Now, yeah, this is a hoppy, a hoppy lager. Yeah, this has got that that really intense hoppy flavor to it. Hoppy. Too intense, pretty fairly mellow, but yeah, it's actually the right amount. I don't like it when it's too syrupy on the on the IPLs, you know. 
Um, speaking of uh, 12 ounce and West Coast beers and stouts and adjuncts and cans, uh, Modern Times, they do a lot of um, stouts and 12 ounce cans. They release barrel aged stouts and 12 ounce cans. It's very interesting. Uh, they're like expensive as hell, too. There's like upwards of 15 bucks a can. It's insane. All right, here we go. Now it's time for the pour. No boy. That's like motor oil. Yeah, that one is just dripping in. <laughs> yeah, it's a can of oil, a bottle glug, of oil. Glug, 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 glug. Oh, man. I mean, and that's a beautiful one. That's definitely, I'm glad you saved that one for the show. Um, yeah. Because that's a. It's that's Carmel a, that's head a, on that, yeah. Yeah, there's like a it, it was one of the one of, one of my the higher end ones that I got from there. I'm re- really really looking forward to it. Oh yeah, that's really nice. I can that's very very boozy. <laughs> Tell us about this beer. Tell yes, us all this beer is uh, like yeah. I said, it's 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 a 14.8 percent and it tastes like it. Uh, mm. I can really tell. I mean, Woodford Reserve is one of the best bourbons around there. It's right. like a real high end bourbon, and it's uh, and yeah, it's 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 oh, yeah. it's yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's that sort of, you know, that sort of goose Island, that whole level there, but yeah. the, the goose Island, uh, bourbon County, but it's, it's a big step up from that. If, like, if you think that one is really great, which it really is, this one's better. Uh, it's nice. It's not overly sweet. It's got a sweetness, but the sweetness is almost entirely based within the whiskey. Okay. So you, you think it's a, it's like a, a, a bourbon County, but a step up. What do you think about that film? Bourbon County, man, I haven't had too many of the the variants. Um, I've had the basic ones for sure. Mm-hmm. Someone at a share, God, maybe a month ago, a friend of mine brought out a 2014 proposition from Goose Island. Oh, all right. Well, give us a, give us the rundown on that one, Phil. Uh, I know not much about it. I know like people are always um, giving the 2014 a high recommendation because it was before they got bought out, um, and so. I guess they aged well. Mine was a bit thin, but it was good. It was good. Sure. They make, I think, if I remember, their barrel aged bourbon stouts. Um, Goose Island picked those up, and so 2014 was one of the last years that they were making them before they got bought out. But they're still solid beers. I really like them. Uh, yeah, just that's like, we we featured one a couple of weeks ago, the barley on our barley wine episode, and it was, uh, yeah, we. It was yeah. a magical experience. We had a good night on that one, yeah, for sure. I, the reason I compare them is because I still have to get into barley wine. And the first time I ever tried the, uh, uh, every, I think I feel like the, the the Bourbon County was the first fifteen percenter I ever had. So, Phil, are you familiar with uh, Revision? Yeah, Revision's amazing. Uh, remind me if I'm wrong, but I think they're uh, part of Knee Deep. I think like their old brewmaster went uh, from Knee Deep to Revision, started his own brewery. And uh, yeah, up in Nevada, um, I think Reno is where they're at. Now, it's, is yeah. is neat because I and I've definitely seen Knee Deep. I've had a lot of really good stuff from them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's the one they have like the not Stonehenge, but the Easter Island uh, thing on the label, don't they? Yeah, mm, hard to recall yeah. for myself. I know that they got in trouble with uh, at the AMC for the Breaking Bud, and then Breaking I think they Bud, did even. Right. Um, I think they did a Star Wars beer. They might have gotten in trouble with. Uh, with Lucas Arts too, but I'm not sure yeah. if I remember it correctly. <laughs> I I just remember some like really good stouts from them. I can't remember the name of it. I thought I think it ended in Illa something Illa. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm hard to remember. Yeah, but I remember the yeah. They're one that when I when I was in my in my West Coast phase, that was like they were amazing, like the kings. I first had something like Simtra. Yeah, like, what is this beer? Really had yeah, it in a glass are, just like this, you know, like I'm just so excited. Are they about Nevada it, like, or are they California? Reno, California. Nevada. Oh, okay, they are. So, so well, okay. So, so wait, hold. Also, okay. pause, 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 pause. Time out. Time uh, out. <laughs> revision. Revision is Reno, and then Knee Deep is Auburn, California. I believe it's in Auburn. It's uh, right. you know, where yeah, Moonraker. It's near where Moonraker is. If you've heard of Moonraker. So, my question for you is: Is Sparks a suburb of Reno? Okay, so the only reason I asked is because the place I ordered it said Sparks, Nevada. So I'm wondering uh-huh. if like, Sparks is part of the greater mm. Reno metropolitan area. Or something. It must be. I don't get to Nevada often. That's yeah. where, Vegas, that's, that's where um, Snoopy's cousin lived. Remember yeah, that, um, that, that evil twin character? He, lived um, in, he came from Sparks, Nevada. 
But uh, Ooh, well, I guess I dated really myself on that one, boy. <laughs> no, I, rem- I remember watching Charlie I, I, Brown references. It was a uh, cartoon called his, Peanuts. His, Maybe you guys his name heard was of it. Spike, right? His name was Spike. Thank you, Spike. Yeah, Spike. Yeah. Well, and didn't Pe- didn't Peanuts just get on one of the streaming services? Didn't someone just pick up a bunch of old Peanuts like cartoons? Apple. Apple, Apple yeah. with there the adults talking, all I hear is wow, 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 right. wow, wow. <laughs> but Beer Wonder, there was a time when there were uh, there were these things called newspapers, and they had these things called comic strips in them. What 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 is what is this? I'm so sorry, and, Captain. And, and and so those of us who sometimes when we talk about peanuts, even though we enjoyed the specials, we also remember seeing them in the in the in the what we called the funny papers. Yeah. I don't know. I've even heard the expression "see in the funny papers." That's what that's a. Well, Monkish, they just did a beer release with Calvin and Hobbes art, and it's a uh, was called Funny Papers. Oh, oh, nice. oh there you go. Yeah, I didn't Perfect. get that one. <laughs> well, now, now, yeah, it's, it was because it was it was uh, it was one of those things where if you're looking at the at the pretending like you're smart, you look read a newspaper, you're actually just leading the page that's all cartoons, and that's the Funny Papers. Yeah. Well, Huck, yeah. This now that you're a big deal on TikTok, you may need to share this with the Gen Z. Yes. Uh, Gen Z organization. No, teach the kids. Teach the you kids. Have to your old man voice for that. When I, my day, when I was TikToking, you didn't have all these voiceovers and you're doing a lip syncing. That's not real internet theater. None of that malarkey, Jack. <laughs> okay, that was it. None that of was that flam flam. That was, I moved actually yeah, it, was, it was actually all lip syncing from the beginning i'm the one who's trying to change that i feel, I feel like we talked so much about it I, I didn't really say much about the profile of the beer though it really is oh, yeah. it's got that it's just it's just got it's one of those like long sipping beers this is a mm-hmm. big bottle and it's going to be taking me a while because it's just like sip and savor and really take mm-hmm. in that, that yeah. great booziness it's like uh it's it's like that that same kind of bourbon county thing but to the next level mm-hmm that Very good, beautiful. and I know that uh, we wanted to talk a bit of, of, about our week in beer. Is that not oh, right? Yeah. Uh, beer, yeah. Wonder? Well, I had a, a group that uh, has actually been on my radar for a bit, but I wanted to give a really great shout out to them. Um, so there's a group called the Beer Fairies, um, oh. and they spell that F A I R I E Z, and they're out of uh, Montgomery County in Maryland. And so they have been doing um, as a way to both support their local beer scene, as well as support some of the first responders in the area that have been working so hard during all of this, they're doing uh, sponsored beer drops. So not only are they encouraging people to go to their local brewery, pick up a four or six pack and then drop it at their local place um, with a note and a little fairy note and sort of not reveal your secret identity, but they're also offering the opportunity to sponsor a drop um, for Montgomery County um, first responders. Uh, and I thought it was a really cool project. I had, it's, it's a really husband cool, and wife yeah. team that have been doing this. So if you are, if you're interested in, uh, in them, you can just head over to their website, which is fairies spelled F A I R I E Z dot com. Uh, and if you want to sponsor a beer drop, give them some love. Or honestly, just you know, if, if you've got a first responder that you'd love to drop a beer at, I'm sure they'd appreciate it. And your local brewery would too. I was just looking at their Instagram and they're dropping the good stuff. Too. I know. I, mean, they, they, like... I, I had a chance to have a beer with these folks um, over the internets, of course. Uh, okay. And they had great taste. I, yeah. I was very excited about what they were doing. I'm seeing other half, Vale, uh, Rar, uh, good stuff. Man. Hudson Valley here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Beer, beer nerds also supporting their community. Good for you them. Know. It's good That's stuff. I'm going to start so. following their gram, yeah. So Very support cool. the, support cool. the, the beer fairies and become a beer fairy if you want to. Right. Excellent. Bring it to the West Coast. Yes. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention a, a couple things. Uh, uh, in, I, well, one thing, actually, it's not as much my weekend beer, but is the weekend beer. Uh, we talked last week about how New York City is now doing uh, uh, indoor dining, and we all have various opinions on whether it should or shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. And we know there are many people who are engaging in it uh, in, in good faith and others, well, we don't know which, who's doing what it's all, you know, it's all how it is. Uh, but the honor are, system, huh? It's the honor system. I, I, I think it's beyond the honor system. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> well, but, uh, but you know, we had Rick White on a couple of weeks ago and he's not doing it, uh, because he's not, he doesn't, he doesn't really think it's worth it. Doesn't think he's ready. We're ready for it. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and I saw one this week that I thought was a really good example of a version of that. Uh, was Threes Brewing. Uh, they they said, 
sorry, we're not doing uh, indoor dining yet. We're we're waiting until all our employees can get vaccinated. And I thought that was really cool. Yes. Yeah, cheers I to that. that. So like cheers that. to you. Thieves. And if you yeah. are restaurant workers in New York City and you haven't got out and get your vaccination shot, please go do so because it is available to you no matter what your young age may be. Yeah. Uh, and and, like and me. There's, there's a lot of red tape and there's a lot of like retrying and retrying, but yeah, keep doing it. Uh, and also keeping up with the restaurant workers, uh, restaurant week to go and delivery is still happening through the whole month of uh, February. Uh, every time I go there, there's some new restaurants who've been added to this whole thing. So, so if you thought that there wasn't anything good in your neighborhood, check that again, where you can get a full meal for $20 and 21 cents. Mm-hmm. Best really deal in nice town. Options there. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I want to, I don't think we should ever go a week without mentioning our good friends at Curtain Up. Oh, yeah. uh, who mm-hmm. are who are doing that beer, the Hazy IPA, to support the performing arts. Uh, the last I saw, it's maybe 55 breweries, 11 states. Uh, I think we're really getting to a point where we're going to be able to do a whole show about them. So we, we will yeah. all have a different curtain up beer. Now, yeah, I know. So, oh, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, Phil, you're on the road. You're headed, I believe, to Colorado. Is that right? Yeah, I'm going to be no taking kidding. a road trip out to Colorado next Friday. Any uh, oh, any. Tough. Curtain up beers that you can think of, Captain, that might be out. Uh, I haven't Hellsway. seen any West Coast, really. I mean, I, the closest I saw was, I think there was an Idaho brewery, but um, I will, I, you know, before I before we release this episode, I'm going to look up their website and I'll mention the cold open if I'm wrong. Uh, and I will uh, I will let Phil know because, Phil, you're on our mailing list now, so you'll be able to see what, what what's going on there. Yeah, it's on the yeah. story this morning, the flagship. Uh, there was They actually oh, had right. it at the Whole Foods, the flagship. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, it's what, like a 30-something hour drive from San Diego to Denver, and I don't want to do it in one go by any means. So I'm going to be stopping in Tucson for a night and Albuquerque for a night and um, hope to get to know some of those towns through their beers. I don't know what the COVID restrictions are like, but um, hoping there's some uh, breweries open. AZ Wilderness is one that's really great. Yes, I want to check them out. They're in a town somewhere between Phoenix and Tucson. Okay. Uh, they have a, they have a Phoenix tap room, uh, but they okay. their original tap room is in a different town. It's uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's closer to Tucson, I think. Nice. Yeah, and then once I get to Denver, I mean that's another beer capital. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Cerebral's holding some. Is it Cerebral Media Noche? Someone's got some Media Noches for me. Uh, it's real nice stouts. Um, there's Get another brewery. Yeah, seriously. There's another brewery out there I'm looking forward to seeing, but I forget the name off the top of my head. Oh, a lot of good breweries trip. out there. You're just we, making me nostalgic for being to go outside of Queens, which I haven't done in <laughs> almost a year now. Wow. I went about as far as I could about a year ago, and I have not left since uh, mid-March. So, But the vaccine is, is as we said, is you guys are on, on the right track there, and uh and hopefully the rest of us will be able to get it very yeah, everybody's soon. Everybody's got to get it. Yeah. Yep. Yes, definitely. Very important. Phil, thank you for being such a wonderful guest. Yeah. You, thank you. You've opened all sorts of different doors and horizons for us uh, with regard to your knowledge and and a different West Coast perspective. And uh, and come back anytime. Come back anytime. Come yeah. back anytime. Cool. I'm looking forward to it, guys. I'd love to be here. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, and Huck, uh, and, uh, and all of the all the beer vendors out there, just uh, if you if you have any ideas about what you want to hear on future shows, any comments, complaints, uh, try and steer clear of death threats. But we can take constructive criticism. Uh, you can you can you can email us at thebeervendors at gmail dot com. Yep. You can see our full archive at the. I'm sorry. You can see our our archive at thebeervendors dot com, and you can email us at thebeervendors at gmail dot com. Maybe I said that already. And we're on all the. Uh, this is a fourteen point eight percenter. We're on uh, all the also, important social medias except TikTok. You'll just have to go find Hophead Hop Right. There. Pretty much any any of any of the ones that matter. We're at, at the Beer Avengers. We're we're there. You're listening. You know who we are. You can find us and tell your friends. And comment, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Absolutely. Uh, thanks again, all right, Phil. I think Huck is uh, is Thank ready you. to play us out. Yes. Thanks again, Phil. Well, we're the Beer 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 Avengers. Beer Beer. Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. We're the Avengers. Avengers.